Legacy Maker, the All Sports one, Network. One, 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 one. Welcome to the one on one, one on one. When it comes to ratings, man, we number one. We number one. I get the truth, truth. Then I give them the scoop. If anybody got a question, I give them the proof. Welcome to the one on one. one on one. When it comes to ratings, man, we number one. We number one. I get the truth, truth. Then I give them the scoop. If anybody got a question, I give them the proof. Welcome to one on one at Legacy Maker Sports Network. Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen, to in sorts the season finale of one on one here. Our season three is finally coming to an end. We've been sitting in season three since June, so we're going to take a couple uh, of weeks, maybe about a month off uh, on one on one. Uh, but don't don't fray. Uh, we'll still have uh, Legacy on Fire, uh, the like, um, and then of course the uh legacy maker sports podcast so things could happen i mean you know you can still check out tons of great shows here on the network um in or out with drew willingham monster minutes is making a return got into daytona congratulations to our becca cottingham for knocking that sucker out of the park five years of hard work now rocking uh so we got a lot of great shows popping up here uh so you know we got um and some other things just just coming around the pipe of course so just keep tuning in. Like I said, one-on-one will be back, but it'll probably be about a month. Uh, it may come back sooner, depending on, but as of right now, we're taking a couple of weeks off to uh, get ourselves ready for season four of one-on-one. We've got some interviews lined up, some people uh, that, um, that'll that be on this episode today that have um, committed, and hopefully we'll be able to have them on uh, fairly soon. Now, with all that being said, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Super Bowl edition of one-on-one it's uh, about three o'clock-ish about 302 30 uh, 303 right now and you know i just got back from arizona what an amazing week uh it was uh my first ever super bowl media week and believe me there was so much going on ran into so many great people in this industry that have grown um you know have started you know from scratch and gotten and clawed to where they got in and of course seeing some of the big names out there pat mcafee's your stephen a smith's your shannon sharps uh you know great guys in this industry uh people that have kind of paved the way i saw got the chance to see joe montana uh shake john montana's hand that was a pretty cool deal uh just plenty of people got some interviews that we're gonna play on this episode of one-on-one so this might be a little bit longer than uh well i don't say longer than normal but it's going to be a little bit longer it's not a lot of me talking physically the way we're talking right now uh we will do our super bowl prediction uh kind of go over baby recap of the nfc championship games you kind of already know what's going on there so i'm not going to go too deep into the nfc and afc championship games but but we wanted to make sure that you get a chance to see some of the coverage uh you know that myself and uh, miss candy waller um you know i want to give a shout out to her uh give giving us an opportunity uh from buoy tv so buoy tv along with uh seawall sports entertainment and and legacy maker they kind of knocked this sucker out the park here so if you want great coverage uh you know besides you know so of course what i did you got to go check out seawall sports entertainment and buoy tv they um myself and candy were making uh uh 
you know, the sports magic work all week long. So we got some great interviews. She's got a great interview with uh, Coach Ron Rivera. Uh, so we just just a whole bunch of goodness going on. So make sure you check out uh, Bowie TV, Seawall Sports Entertainment, of course, the Legacy Maker Sports Network. But it was an honor. Um, as you can see here, I can't go too deep, but that's my Super Bowl lanyard there. I got a, a fancy Vegas cup that they gave us for next year. So I don't know, man. It was just one of the best experiences I've ever had. And if you are, you know, in this industry and trying to get to that next spot, man, I'm telling you, if you get if you ever get an opportunity to do this, they never want to not do that. So uh, but look, like I said, we got a, a lot to get into. A lot of interview clips to show here. I uh, got a chance to talk with some of the Eagles and Chiefs players heading into this. I uh, got a chance to go to open at night, which was, oh, man, you're talking about top notch and phenomenal that open at night experience was. So they get a chance to ask a couple of questions here and there to some of the uh, top players uh on both teams and it, it was you know uh so you know some of the solid players top players whatever you want to put it on both teams i didn't get pat mahomes i tried man if you saw that crowd with pat mahomes and and jalen hurts and 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 nick sirianni and, and andy rewer a little bit rough but there was some you know great names uh great players darius slay 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 i'm gonna just say slay i don't want him to watch this and beat me up if he just ever ever watches it but slay uh, you know, we got uh Jared McKinnon along with uh Kayvon Wallens, UV uh, not UVA representative, but a Virginia representative formerly of Howland Springs, way of Clemson. And then, of course, uh, we had Juan, Juan Thornhill, who is a UVA representative from Alta Vista County. So it was just a lot. Uh, so gonna go ahead and get into it, not gonna keep um going on and on. Uh, I do want to give a shout out to all of my sponsors uh that sponsored uh myself heading down to this um event and so first i want to give love to smb remodeling and more llc uh you can reach them at 804-801-4674 or at 434-294-2376 they're veteran owned and operated by my guys um uh, josh sherwood and david brown uh, they do amazing work Give you an opportunity. Go check them out. They're absolutely amazing. Also, another shout out to Born Legend Entertainment. Uh, they just were beyond greatness for us. Legendary uh, culture films. They got the big movie, their newest movie dropping, Black Sheep, coming to 2B soon. So make sure you be on the lookout. It's based on true events starring Lamarck Chosen Butler. It is going to be a fun one. Uh, so just be on the lookout for that. Uh, from Born Legend Entertainment. And, of course, the Equality Equation, creating and empowering sustainable communities. You can check them out on their uh, Facebook page, Instagram, and Twitter, which you can see all of there on their website at www.e2equation.com. And I want to give a special love to some of the contributors, people that just contributed to the to the trip. Uh, Jeff and Jody Yates, uh, love y'all dearly. Uh, Olan Jackson, uh, Perry Owens, Becca and Jay Cunningham, Charles Stovall, Rick Carter of King's Tees, and Christina Rulo. These are all the people that uh, didn't have to give. No one asked them, but they, they they reached in their pocket and said, hey, man, go out there and make that dream work. And so for that, I, I, I want to thank y'all for uh, having faith in me, and I wanted to make sure you guys got the love that you deserve. All right, I've talked enough. Now it is time to see some of the interviews from uh, Super Bowl week. And we're going to start off with opening night. And the first one 
is from Mr. Slay himself, Darius Slay. Here's a question. These next ones are questions that I got a chance to ask during opening night. First, we got Darius Slay. So, Slay, when speaking of that, you know, the game coming up, and the Chiefs have multiple weapons that they can kind of go through throughout the game. As a defensive player, as, a, as a, one of the best backs, defensive backs in the league, what is your preparation on that any of these guys could go off or could have a good game? Uh, we just got to train them. I mean, you know, uh, they got an amazing quarterback, great great receiver core, tight end core. Um, we just got to make play discipline ball, man. Uh, these guys are very talented, man. They've been here before. It's their third appearance here, so they're not you new to this. They are so... Uh, it'll be a great challenge, man, for us in the back end as well, and then for our defense. Hey, Fletcher, uh, question about Jordan Davis. Like, you know, he comes in this year, and you get an opportunity to pretend, you get an opportunity to mentor him. Uh, can you just give us an insight on what type of player that you see from him this year and his growth and development? You see him build his confidence. Yeah, that's, that's the biggest part for him, uh, the way he's built his confidence day in and day out. Uh, and just get, being better as a, you know, as a player uh, and, and, and as, as a teammate. Um, you see it. Uh, obviously, he had a setback with, you know, with, with, the, with, his, with his ankle injury. And, you know, when that, when that happens, when you're a rookie, it's kind of like set you back a little bit. But, you know, he's still pointing out where he's gained that confidence. And, you know, I couldn't be more excited for him. Thank you, Fletcher. Good luck. Fletcher Cox there along with Darius Slade. But then I got a chance to kind of get an up-close and personal uh, interview with VA representative Highland Springs, uh, you know, graduate and Clemson uh, national champion, uh, you know, Mr. Kayvon Wallace. And we had a chance to really sit and, and, and talk, and it was absolutely amazing. Check it out. Hello, everybody. Darrell Lawrence Legacy Maker Sports Network, Bowie Television. And I got Kayvon Wallace with me. Kayvon, all right, so I'm going to throw it at you real quick. I'm from the Chesterfield area, so you already know uh, we got Island Springs in the building, multiple-time state champions. My man goes to Clemson, guess what, wins national championships there, and now you're sitting in front of probably the biggest stage of all when you get an opportunity to win a Super Bowl. Just want to know your thoughts, man, coming uh, into this game and, um, you know, just your feelings in general. Man, my thoughts is just know I'm ready. I'm ready for this moment. I'm ready for this opportunity. And, I, you know, I've just been dreaming of this moment, man. Like, really being a kid, my mom first put the football in my hands. And to know, like, man, I'm going to be in the Super Bowl one day. And to, for it to happen, man, it's a, it's a dream come true. It's a blessing. But I'm ready, man. I'm ready to go out there and ball. Well, let's talk a little bit about Highland Springs. Highland Springs has been the standard bearer in uh, Virginia high school sports. What are your thoughts on that program in general, uh, your your time there, and what it's meant to you? Oh, it's, it's the best program in the VA now. I feel Touché. like, I feel like <laughs> you know, what, what, what Coach Johnson has built, um, with all the previous coaches has built, we, we finally got the winning form, formula. And I feel like, you know, my, my first couple years, my first couple years, we kept winning the whole season. Like, my, I remember my junior year, we went undefeated all the way to the playoffs, but we lost second round. And I feel like that was the missing part in that program, was just learning and knowing how to win. And I feel like now, since we unlocked that formula, we became the best ever since. So that's why I feel like... You know, Highland Springs is the best school in the program. There it is, a Highland Springs. Uh, and, I, and Kayvon, I'm not gonna make you do no predictions because that's for craziness. But I know where your I know where your heart is. Uh, just in general, 
Sunday coming up, how are you just going to handle things? I mean, what, what, just what is your thought process as you head into Sunday? Man, just, you know, this is the biggest game of the year because it's next. And to know, like, you know, you got to perform. When the light's on and you got people counting on you, you know, you got, you know, you got a, a plate and ain't no food on it. You got to go take somebody else's food. Man, you just know what's at stake. You know, you, you got to be ready. You know, you got to bring that dog mentality. You know, you got to just shine. And I, I'm ready to shine. I'm ready to ball. Like, this... This moment is just everything, though, because I feel like, you know, God put me in this position to, to achieve everything I, I want, achieve everything that I work hard for. So now I'm just ready to, to, to reap the, the fruits of my labor, man. That's all. Awesome. That's all. Awesome. All right, everybody, you've seen it here. My man Kayvon Wallace, Highland Springs in the building, Clemson in the building, and now of the Philadelphia Eagles. VA all day, ladies and gentlemen. I'm your man, Darrell Lawrence, Legacy Maker Sports Network. How you doing, Jared? Congratulations, brother. Hey, man, two questions for you. First question is, you know, you've been through some up and down in your career, but now you're back here. How does that feel? Uh, amazing. Blessing. Uh, you know, like you said, just going through what I had to go through, uh, you know, leaning on the people who was close to, who was close to me and there for me, uh, family, friends, you know, my circle's tight. Uh, you know, those people just pushing me through. That time and those moments all led up to this, so it's definitely worth it. Now, second part of that, it seems like you and Pat had this like special connection when y'all are out there. It seems like he kind of knows where you are, and y'all end up making big plays together. How does it feel being around Pat, and then on top of that, just that chemistry that you two have? Uh, it's amazing. You know, anytime you're around, you know, a player and a guy like Pat that's you know has that caliber, uh, you know, that competitiveness, and then um, you know, overall, just you know, his him as a person. Uh, it's definitely amazing and a blessing to be around a person like that. Um, then the chemistry, man, just kind of just took off out of nowhere. But, um, you know, just being in the right place at the right time and um, him, him finding me and making plays. Hey, Nick, let me ask you this. Uh, you see a lot of people sometimes don't give your defense maybe the credit they deserve. Chris Jones has a great season. You have a great season yourself. What do you say to all the, the people out there that have something negative to say about how your defense played this season? Yeah, man, I feel like uh, earlier we had a lot of guys going in and out the lineup, and I uh, was trying to, trying to catch strides. I think Chris messaged earlier, man, uh, picking out the right time. Uh, we had a lot of guys in out the lineup, guys un, uh, unhealthy, uh, guys getting back uh, healthy uh, as the playoffs uh, came along. And uh, I feel like that was huge for us. And so uh, we just kind of prove ourselves right, uh, not really worried about the outsiders. Uh, we got an opportunity to play uh, this game. This venue. Uh, you, you got here with your teammates, uh, with 53-man uh, roster, the practice squad guys, coaches. 
uh, everybody else in the facility. So uh, that's all we need. Uh, that's all, we, all we're trying to prove to and um, an opportunity to win one, one, uh, win one game. Uh, that's what it comes down to, uh, having faith in us and uh, each other and going out there executing the game plan. Hello everybody, Darrell Lawrence, Legacy Maker Sports Network. I'm here with Juan Thornhill, ladies and gentlemen, UVA in the building, Wahoo Wah for those out there. So we cover we cover a lot of uh, UVA football. I just want to give you a, a quick thoughts on how things have been going in the program. Obviously some tough things happened this year, but what are your thoughts on the program and how it's coming along? I mean, I like the I like the way the program is headed right now. I mean it started off rough with a lot of things that were going on there. Guys have to like recover from it, but it's kind of hard to recover from things like that. But I feel like Virginia is taking the, the, the right steps in the right direction. Um, I'm here. We're about to get a new facility, so that's you right. recruitment. You know, new facility. Guys come in. They want to come there because the, the nice facilities is what they seem to be attracted to. So I'm excited to watch our program. So, so this is your third Super Bowl, right? Third Super Bowl, didn't get a chance to play in the first one, got to play in the second, not the way you want it. So this time around, like, what is your mindset going into this one? Because I know you want a different outcome than you saw the last time. So the first one, I wasn't able to play in that one, and I was sad because I tore my ACL. The second one, it just felt weird. It was all, like, because it was the Kobe year, we arrived the day before the game, it just felt like a normal game, and we played in Tampa's home stadium. So. Right. It was just really weird, but this one right here, my mindset honestly is just to like take it all in, enjoy everything that's here, enjoy the game, and have a lot of fun. I mean, you can't you can't play well unless you're having fun out there. So that's my main goal. All right, everybody, there it is. Wahoo in the building, UVA uh, legend, Mr. Juan Thornhill. Thank you for coming on, brother. Appreciate you. Thank you, brother. I can't even hear, man. I have my own self on mute. Uh, even though it's his third Super Bowl, you had a chance to really kind of see this man grow and see him do some really good things. So uh, I'm very excited to kind of see uh, what will transpire uh, as, you know, things go along. Now, now, just in case you didn't hear me on the last segment, because I just realized that. So what I was saying beforehand, Jared McKinnon uh, and, and Nick Bolton was those first two uh, clips that we had. And McKinnon and, and Bolton, both having great years for this team. 
Bolden, you know, one of the best tacklers in the league, did some really good things. And then Jerry McKinnon and Pat Mahomes have just kind of grown this chemistry over since the late part of last year going into this year. Uh, and McKinnon has kind of re you know, juvenized his career, especially after the injuries he had. He missed a couple of years in between just trying to get himself back on track. He seems to be in, in probably the best body he's ever been at. So much love to him. So just in case that that part didn't go through, uh, and I guess after the broadcast is over, I'll know for sure. But once again, um, you know, it, it was just an honor and a privilege to have those interviews with uh, those young men as they get themselves prepared uh, for a chance to win Super Bowl. So uh, what I was saying about Kayvon Wallace, and this is also just in case they didn't say to hear me, but Kayvon uh, is potentially could be on season four. We're working on that. That's something that's um, kind of on the works behind the scenes, but hopefully we'll have get to have Kayvon Wallace and a man who won in that, uh, you know, a high school uh, ring uh, national championship and potentially winning the Super Bowl. Well, hopefully we'll know that sooner or later. So much love to them. Now we're going to skip to our next videos. And these are more from our Fox press conference. Went to the Fox press conference uh, as they were kind of getting their, you know, you know, showing off their teams, um, you know, the, all the, all the love for the team as they get themselves prepared for uh, to, to broadcast the Super Bowl. I mean, we saw the likes of Terry Bradshaw, Kurt Menefee, uh, you know, Charles Woodson, uh, you know, Terry Bradshaw. I think I said Terry Bradshaw already, but <laughs> Howie Long and, and, you know, uh, Dean Blandino was there, uh, you know, the, the, uh, the crew for the gang, uh, you know, Greg Olson. It was just a, a slew, Michael Strahan, Michael Vick. Uh, it was just uh, Jay Glazer. I, I, I'm naming a lot, but we did get a chance to actually talk to a few of them, uh, including Dean Blandino, uh, Charles Woodson, and we also got to talk to the wonderful Christina Pink. So uh, we're going to um, uh, probably start this one off with Christina Pink. Uh, it, it, we had a chance to really talk it was a very interesting conversation. Like I, I really didn't know that she had, um, you know, had done a Clippers game, but that's, we're going to get into all that. We're going to talk about her preparation as she uh, was getting ready for game. First, we got Miss Christina Pink. I wanted to pick your brain on just your preparation, getting ready for the game. You know, uh, obviously it's a long week. You have to do, this you have to do all these type of things you all the media appearances but just as a journalist like when you kind of sit back and get yourself focused for the game um you know what's your what's your process what's your process just getting ready for super bowl 57 well i will say this it is very strange being on this side of the microphone <laughs> like you said media appearances i was like this is new for me um, i'm used to the, being the one asking the questions um but this is uh, it's different. Um, I'm working for the pregame show, so I'll be doing some features, which I love doing, sitting down. Um, I ha we actually already taped the one that I'm doing. We went back. Uh, I'm wondering if I should tell you yet, but it'll be, it'll be a good one. It's spotlighting <laughs> someone who's doing a lot of good um, in the community. And uh, like for me, the game week is just being around here, talking to guys. Um, our prep, like I said, is a little different when you're doing the game versus when you're doing the features of the pregame show. Um, but it's just about keeping up with all the information that's going on, doing the homework, being, um, you know, 
part of all of our meetings. Right. And then, so what do we do? <laughs> now, I know satellite reporting is, 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 your, is your jam, yeah. but have you ever thought about branching out? Is there something else that you always wanted to do? Maybe, I don't know, play by play or this? You know what's really crazy that you ask me that? Last year, and it's not something that I'd ever thought about. Right. But because of, uh, you know, last minute changes, someone wasn't available. Right. And so my other gig is I do sideline for NBA as well with the Clippers. Ah, okay. I'm a Clippers sideline reporter. And our analyst was unavailable for the first time 10 years into my career <laughs> um, as a sideline reporter. I had to step into the booth. And I will be honest, I was terrified. <laughs> <laughs> Because, um, again, it's not something that I had ever really thought about. Uh, but we were in a pinch. Right. And uh, our play-by-play guy that I worked with for years, um, he held down right. the fort. So I didn't have to do too much. But it was my first time stepping in and working as a color analyst. <laughs> and it was awesome. It was awesome. But, again, I hadn't thought about it beforehand. <laughs> um you know, if the opportunity presented itself again, it might. maybe you never know. Um, but it was it was special because it's not something I ever thought about doing. Right. It's something that I was terrified of doing, and to get the feedback that I got from you know, obviously I know the team. I've been around the team for years, um, so I had a lot of great feedback from a lot of the staff, a lot of uh, the fans, a lot of the viewers that they enjoyed it. Brought me to tears. I couldn't believe it because I was, you know, it's it's one thing to do something, but because when you have that fear of doing it and mm-hmm. like shattering a fear that you didn't even know existed in you until the moment hits you, um, it was it was pretty it was pretty special. It was pretty special. And I didn't even think we were going to be talking about this, but you asked me that question. Well, you know, I look. Yeah. I, I saw the last the last questions. I was like, I got to come correct. Um, yeah. They came to plays, but I, I oh, just good. I just wanted to pick your brain on that and. Uh, no problem. And look, good luck this weekend, and thank you for your time. Thank you. Thank you, Ms. Pink. All right, so there was Christina Pink, the amazing Christina Pink, one of the best in the game. Uh, so you got to watch out for that young lady because she is absolutely taking off, um, and she's just a, a sweet, uh, humble person it was just great to kind of just sit there and pick her brain for just a little bit. So much love to Christina Pink, and can't wait to see um, her. Uh, special a little bit later on uh, today. Now, let's swing to our other two people from that press conference. First, Mr. Dean Belandino and then Mr. Charles Woodson. Hey, Dean, how you doing today? Uh, quick question for you, man. Um, I know that you are going to be overseeing the XFL this year uh, for officiating, and I know that's about a week or so away, and I know, but I, I kind of want to get your thoughts on, you know, um, your approach uh, uh, to the officiating this year for the XFL, what's going to be your main, you know, um, your objective and what you want to see uh, coming from the officials in the uh, XFL this year. Yeah, I think our approach was just to try to innovate and look at the game a little bit differently, so excited about that, but also the access. We want people to see and 
hear what's happening, listen to the replay decision. So there's no doubt as to what happened. They may not agree with the call, but having that access rather than somebody try to explain, you know, secondhand what happened, listen, see, and then you can make up your own opinion. So I think the access, I think some of the rules are are, are, are going to add to the excitement of the game. The kickoff is different and we have more returns. So again, that was our approach and, and we're just excited about the upcoming season. And getting ready for, obviously, the big game on Sunday, What um, your preparation, what goes into your preparation? I know your people say, oh, well, you know, you just go up there. No, what, but what is your preparation as you get prepared for the biggest game of the year? Yeah, so for me, I'm going through looking at the two teams, looking at their seasons, looking at their, in terms of the Chiefs and where were they and where did they rank in terms of penalties called against them? Were there specific areas that they, was it rough in the past or was it line of scrimmage infractions? Doing the same thing with the Eagles. And then you're kind of going through the rule book and just refreshing yourself in different areas. The replay rule is obviously important because that's something we talk about quite a bit on the broadcast. Looking at the crew, looking at their tendencies, the officiating crew, and then and just being prepared for that. And then again, once once we kick off on Sunday, though, you know, you just have to prepare for everything and then see what happens. Awesome. Thank you, Dean. Good luck this Sunday. Charles, I wanted to ask you, um, let's talk a little bit about this game here. You know, um, as a former defensive back, one of the greatest of all time, when you see a guy like Pat Mahomes and you see how he's able to just kind of spread the field and anybody on that team can kind of go off on any given game, as a cornerback, how would you prepare yourself if you were playing, if not, or how would you prepare the team, uh, you know, getting ready for, how would you prepare the Eagles for Pat Mahomes? Well, first of all, um, you're preparing for Pat Mahomes. You're trying to figure out how you can get to him. Um, and then the second thing is how you can get him down, you know, because he's, he's, you know, he's not known to be um, a great runner, but, he's actually, but he actually is a great runner, you know, um, getting outside the pocket, making plays with his feet. So you got to figure out a way that you can get to him. Um, and then in the, in the back end, you know, for me, I would prepare the same way I've, I've prepared throughout my career, and that's understanding what they do. Uh, certain per, uh, uh, personnel, uh, down and distance, time of the game, where they're at on the field. You got to look at all those things, and you know, those are those are the things that, as a coach, you know, you try to get your team to understand. Because when you're on the field, it happens quick. You know, you got to go through a litany of things on the field in order to be comfortable to go out there and make the plays that you need to make. So you got to understand what those guys like to do in certain situations, certain formations, the way they line up. Right. Um, uh, our coach used to tell us all the time, it's not how they line up, it's how they wind up. So they'll do some motions and things like that, but once they finish that motion, it's either going to be two by two, three by one, it's going to be empty. It's going to be one of them. Right. But what do they do out of empty? So once you figure those things out, what do they do out of two by two? And that's how you got to prepare for this team. How's the whiskey brand going? Outstanding. With some whiskey is... Uh, we're here in Arizona now, so hey. we'll have a big week and you know, trying to showcase uh, with some whiskey. And our next move is to try to get national distribution, so it's going well. I'll just let me know where it is so I can go make sure I can take some back on the plane. Cheers. <laughs> all right, so that was my man Charles Whitson, uh, one of the greatest cornerbacks of all time. Uh, you know, on, not a lot of people can say they won a Heisman Trophy on top of uh, not just winning the Hasman Trophy, but on top of winning the Hasman Trophy, winning a Defensive Player of the Year, uh, also on top of that, winning a Super Bowl. Uh, and, you know, Charles is one of the greatest 
uh, defensive backs of all time. So it was an honor. And you know, as a Packers fan, it's always good to see uh, a fellow Packer just kind of, you know, um, or see a, uh, to get a chance to meet someone who played for my squad. So, uh, you know, fan wise, that was a pretty cool deal. But as a journalist, it was it was nice to kind of just prick his brain and just kind of see where how he would handle Pat Mahomes, because that's that's it's a legit problem. How do you handle Pat Mahomes and that offense? Uh, you know, an offense that, you know, at times anybody can kind of go off. And I've and that's why I always tell people I feel like Pat Mahomes on fantasy, there's only one person really that you can like really true to heart, uh, you know, uh trust, and that's uh besides him, and that's Kelsey. You know he's gonna get Kelsey the ball. But it's just like if you're trying to pick anybody else on that team, it's a spread open thing because he just really does a really good job of spreading the ball around. So that was our uh, day two stuff when we got a chance to talk to Fox. Uh, and now we're going to talk to our, our day three, day four slash things here. Uh, and we had a chance to talk to a couple of, of NFL legends and an NFL MVP uh um you know uh, a Super Bowl champion in there. And as well, we also had a chance to talk to um uh, former San Diego Charger, uh, led the league in sacks, three-time Pro Bowler. So we got a chance to talk to Sean Merriman. We got a chance to talk to Sean Alexander, and we got a chance to talk to James Jones. So uh, with this opportunity now, we're going to give you a chance to take a look at the a long, had quite a, a long interview here with Sean Merriman, but uh, we got a chance to talk about his Lights Out brand. We also got a chance um uh mma brand and we also got a chance to talk about his thoughts on the game here's mr sean merriman former uh san diego charger and buffalo bill hello everybody Darrell lawrence legacy maker sports network on behalf of Bowie tv and today we got the man the myth and the legend himself Mr. Lights Out, Mr. Sean Merriman, the three-time Pro Bowler, and led the league in sacks back in 2006. How's everything going, Sean? It's good, man. Just um, you know, taking everything in. Um, you realize how old you are when you, uh, how many you know media media radio roles you do. Um, but you know, it's definitely cool because you get a chance to see everybody in one building, and right. like that's that's the part. You know, some of these young guys who well, I haven't got a chance to meet in person that. Yeah, I, I watched their game, critiqued their game, and now you get a chance to see these guys in person, so that's been cool. That's a really good deal. Now, let's talk a little bit about uh, the LXF. Things going pretty good, man. Uh, FUBU had the, one of the top ten show um, of all time for that network. So just tell us a little bit about the uh, about your um, your league and how things are going. Yeah, you know, uh, Lights Out Extreme Fighting, we had a we had a big fight um, a few weeks ago, January 14th. Uh, it was live on Fubo TV, Fubo Sports. If you don't have Fubo, make sure you get Fubo. Um, and we, we set the we set the record. We're in the top ten now, most most uh, watched program um, on Fubo Sports ever. And so that, I thought that was pretty cool because they, they got a lot of, you know, great content and, you know, uh, international soccer and all kind of stuff. And for us to, you know, kind of be up there in that in that platform was was cool. But it's really it tell, the people tell you a lot, right, the fans and the people watching. If they like it, those numbers are great. If they don't, right. they're not. And right. so that just tells us a little bit about what the people like. So your love, the love of, for MMA, where did it come from? Where did you get that itch and say, man, this is, this is my passion? Where did it come from? Um, you know, back I started training um, in between my 2005 and 2006 offseason. I initially started it because I wanted to get better with my hands. Right. Um, you know, being outside linebacker in the pass rush, you got to be very active with your hands. And, and I wasn't when I got in. I was just relying on my, you know, strength and speed. Um, but on the pros, you got to you got to be better. And um, so I, I started to do it every offseason. 
Uh, and in 2018, I ended up launching Lights Out Extreme Fight. And like we said, now it's on Football Sports, Football TV. Check it out. Um, and so, you know, I just, I've been around this space for a long time, and I, I felt it was time to, to launch something of my own and give these up-and-coming fighters an opportunity to, to showcase their talents. So just to, just to kind of give some love to the fighters out there, who are some of the guys that people need to watch out for um, that, that when they start to watch? Some of the guys that you say, hey, man, these guys are special. Can you give us some of those guys? Yeah, we, we got a you – know, And the, ladies? Yeah, the, the, yeah, the, the, the ladies. cool thing about it is we got amateurs too. Um, and so some of our fights, it, it might not make TV, but right. we have the amateur fights. So we kind of – we bring these guys up and, um, you know, hopefully try to keep them. We, we do know the, Uf, the UFC's out there, and that's that's the ultimate platform. And that's like me being at University of Maryland and wanting to go to the NFL, right? right. I mean, everybody wants that opportunity, so we, 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 we get it, we understand. Um, but, yeah, our last, you know, six guys all went to the UFC, our last six champions um, that we've had. So that, that, that shows us that um, we, we do have the best up-and-coming talent around in the sport. So do you, do you view it as a development league to an extent? I know you probably want to go higher, obviously, um, than being more than development league, but do you, do you have a problem with it kind of taking that next step and having them go on to the UFC? Yeah, yeah, we, we, we want to – it's really about the fighters. You know, right. like regardless of what I feel, like we want to give them an opportunity, and whatever the opportunity takes them. I, I'm a former athlete myself. Um, and so, and I still sometimes train with these guys, right? You know, so I, I see the work that's being done, and I see like all the things going on, and I and I understand that there's levels in where these guys and, and men and women ultimately want to go, and so if we can provide that platform. Hey, we well, hey look, we, we the best come from us. That's that's what I want to hear if, if if that's the case. Awesome. Well, look. Once again, we'd like to thank you for, for joining us, but I got to get uh, the equality equation, ladies and gentlemen prediction for this game now i know i've heard of some couple of good ones i just had james jones and he had the eagles winning by two touchdowns i don't know if you feel the same way but what are your thoughts on the game what do you see who do you have winning i uh look i picked against patrick mahomes last week and that's i did that because his health i didn't think there's no way in hell that he was right. going to go out and perform right. with that bum ankle and i'm going to make the mistake again this week and pick against him again <laughs> uh because look he, he didn't play the best team in football and that's the eagles right. um there, there hasn't been a more stacked team on, a, on a, at least on the defensive line than we've seen in the last decade. They got guys coming off the bench that are future Hall of Famers, and that just That's doesn't crazy. happen. Uh, and then you look at the offensive line, and, and those guys are the best cohesive group in football when you're talking about across the board. So how do you how do you beat a team? How do you win against a team that are stacked in every single position? You can't. There's no weak links, and that's why I'm going with the Eagles. There it is. The Eagles, uh, for those Eagles fans out there, fly, Eagles, fly. And that's the vibe that we're getting here from Radio Row. Once again, Sean Merriman, Mr. Lights Out himself, the three-time Pro Bowler and former NFL Saxon Deshaun. Thank you for coming Thanks on with us. Me, I appreciate it. Darrell Lawrence, Bowie TV. Hello, everybody. Darrell Lawrence, Legacy Maker Sports Network. And with me, I have the former NFL MVP, Sean Alexander. Sean, how's everything going, man? And how are you enjoying your week so far? Man, this uh, week's been great. Uh, you know, anytime you're here at the media row and you see all the fans and all the media, it's, it's a lot of fun, a lot of, lot of action going on. Anything in particular you got going on this week? Uh, this week, not really. I've been, you know, promoting a couple things. Uh, you know, uh, he gets us. I'm partnering with uh, Stand Together Foundation. That's uh, standtogetherfoundation.org backslash Sean. And uh, we're, we're helping find all the foundations, all the influencers that have great causes to, to really impact communities. And so we're just partnering with them and 
and figuring out a way that my group, Stand Together Foundation, can, uh, can uh, we say, uh, light a fire up under what they're already doing. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Let me yeah. ask you this. So let's talk about the game real quick. Uh, what are your thoughts on the game? Who do you have? Uh, and, uh, I mean, who, who goes home with the trophy? Will it be Hurts or Oklahoma Holmes? Well, you know, Jalen's Bama guy, you know what I mean? Right. So, so, is, uh, so is Devontae, you know. You got Kenneth Gainswell, <laughs> who won with Deshaun's and the freshman college player of the year. So I got a lot of a lot of connections on the, on the Eagles side. So I'm going to go with the Eagles. The trenches, offense and defense are strong. So uh, I think the Eagles will win it. Sounds like a little road time road, you know, just a little bit. A little bit. Just, just, know, a, little just bit. a little bit. <laughs> All right, everybody, that's it. The man, the myth, the legend himself, the former NFL MVP, Mr. Sean Alexander. Thank All you, right. Sean. Hey, thank you. Hello, everybody. Darrell Owens, Legacy Maker Sports Network, here on the behalf of Bowie TV. And we've got the legendary James Jones with me today. James, how's everything going here uh, Here at 50, uh, Super Bowl 57 Media Week? How you feeling? Man, I'm feeling good, man. I'm doing some stuff with FanDuel and Fox and all that and just mobbing my ways, man, making my rounds, saying what up to everybody. Man, excited for this game. It's going to be a good one. Yeah, I'm, I'm very excited about it, too. Now, before we get into the game, I do have to ask you, because, you know, every Packers fan in the world going to want to know. Uh, and, and yeah. Including this guy a little yeah. bit too, but just a thought. Uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers. We've been hearing all this stuff. Yeah. What are your thoughts on Aaron um, potentially returning to the team, or maybe taking the route that you take and going to uh, Vegas? Aaron Rodgers was tired as a Green Bay Packer. I truly I believe that deep down in my heart. Uh, him and the Coastal Florida relationship is awesome. Um, I think he's just taking some time off like he always does. But, I mean, they got a lot of talent over there, you know, with that Green Bay Packers team, a team that I believe can be in this game next year. You make one or two moves in free agency, obviously, with the draft. You know, you're going to have some good draft capital. So, Aaron Rodgers will retire a Green Bay Packer. He'll play well next year. I think they'll be in this game. You heard it here from Mr. James Jones. Now, last thing, the game itself. Yeah. Uh, you know, obviously we're hearing all the great uh, storylines. You got the, the Andy Rebo, yeah. you got the Kelsey brothers, you got the first uh, two black quarterbacks to start in a Super Bowl. Yeah. But just your overall thoughts, and I, I know it, just in case if you can, do you have a prediction for the game? Um, to be honest with you, I always go off of if both teams play their best, right? Mm -hmm. I don't go off of turnovers and all that or if somebody get hurt or if he don't play good and all that. If both teams play their best, the Philadelphia Eagles should beat the Kansas City Chiefs down. I think it should be a two-touchdown win really? by the Philadelphia Eagles. You heard it here, y'all. James Jones, former Green Bay Packer, NFL Network. I'm Darrell Lawrence, Bowie TV, signing off. All right, so there it was. All our interviews, um, all of the interviews that I had a chance to 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 do down at um at Super Bowl Media Week, it was an absolute amazing time. And like I said, also make sure you go to Sea Wall Sports Entertainment and Bowie TV to check out uh some extra ones. And those are some ones that that wasn't just me. You know, we had uh wonderful Candy Waller knocking things out of the park. So make sure you go check out some of the greatness that she had going on as well. Uh, uh and we've been working together here for the last you know six months. Uh, working and, and and you know building up um, you know a good thing with Bowie Television and it's they're such wonderful partners so much love to them so once again once again just thank you to all of the sponsors and everybody that was out there giving um, you know they gave me an opportunity to get down there and all the people that helped contribute 
Now, let's get into the game. It is time to finally give you uh, a breakdown of the game. And so, to finish this episode, it is time for the finale. All right, the Super Bowl 57 edition here. We are excited. So, let's get into it. Who's going to win this game? First of all, you had, uh, let's talk about my record in the playoffs. So, 8-4 and four in the playoffs, not too bad. Uh, a the four losses to me, uh, still kind of shocking. The Bengals, I really thought the Bengals were going to pull that thing off. I really thought the Bengals were going to pull that thing off. But uh, Kansas City came through, and Burrowhead wasn't no more. Uh, if you listen to the post game, everybody told you there, there was, that was no more. So, you know, we had Kansas City move on. Then we had Eagles and Chiefs. Uh, I mean, excuse me, we had uh, Eagles and 49ers, and that game was never really a game. Uh, Brock Purdy got hurt early in the contest, and the Eagles never let off the gas. And they beat a red hot, red hot San Francisco 49ers team to make their uh, fourth Super Bowl appearance overall. They're currently one and two in the Super Bowl. And we're going to see if they're able to snag another Super Bowl and maybe put themselves, um, you know, in some pretty solid company getting their second Super Bowl overall. So with that being said, we move over and the game is tonight. We got a big one happening tonight, y'all. It's the Super Bowl. It's the last game of the year we're a little over two and a half hours away from this contest this is going to be a very intriguing game now when i was down at radio row all i heard and you saw in the interviews the three uh interviews uh three people i interviewed towards the end sean jones sean merriman i mean excuse me sean merriman uh sean alexander and james jones they all selected the eagles um, you know, all for somewhat different reasons. James Jones predicted a blowout. Uh, Sean Merriman just thinks that they're just too good all the way around. You got future Hall of Famers coming off the bench in that defensive line. That was his thought process. And I think Sean Alexander was like, look, I got a lot of former Alabama guys on this team. You know, he's rolling with them in this one. Roll, tie, roll. Uh, so everybody, but that was the sentiment just down there. Just other people I was talking to, the majority of people are picking the Eagles. If I had to do a poll, and I know other networks may be doing polls or whatever, but there was just the vibe I got down there. It was probably like 90 to 10. And the 10% were Eagles fans or people that covered the, um, I mean, the 10% was either Chiefs fans or were Chiefs fans that are there or uh, people that cover the Chiefs. That, I mean, that's about it. So, but we got a big one, man. So people are thinking this is going to be a really, really, really good game. And I hope it is. But we're going to get a, a chance to see if the Chiefs will win their third Super Bowl or if the Eagles will win their second. Well, here it is. Here's my prediction for the game. I'm going to go on the outside of what everybody else is saying, and I've got the Chiefs winning this one 27-21. I know Eagles fans are going to be mad, but then again, they may be happy because every time I pick somebody, the opposite team wins. And I'm not terrible at this, guys. I know it sounds like it or looks like it because of the way things go, but when it comes to stuff like this, this is usually goes the opposite way. So I may have just given the Eagles a Super Bowl. But I got the Chiefs winning this one. I just think that Pat Mahomes uh, and his crew are going to just find a way. Uh, and they're the underdog. Crazy, crazy enough, they, they may not be on the underdog, on paper, but they're the underdog in this one. I mean, the vibe that I'm getting for everybody, no one expects them to win this one. So, I, But I just think Pat Mahomes and the crew are going to pull it off and win this one 27-21. to 21. Now, looking at potential Super Bowl MVP. So I did it this way. If the Chiefs win, I got Pat Mahomes winning the MVP. If the Eagles win, I got A.J. Brown. Those are my predictions for who I think will win the MVPs depending on which team wins the game. So 
for the Chiefs, Pat Mahomes. For the Eagles, A.J. Brown. I just feel like um, it's going to be one of these two guys. And we'll, we'll see how it goes. But I think we're going to have a good game. And I think, ladies and gentlemen, that's all that truly, truly counts. So there it is. That is it for uh, the season finale, season three here of one-on-one in the Legacy Maker Sports Network. It has been a fun, absolute fun seven months. Um, we started back in June. And uh, we've been rocking and rolling since June uh, here on episode. This is episode 92. So we'll start off episode, hopefully start off um, season four with uh, episode 93. Now, like I said, I, it could come back, could could pop in here for one, depending on. Uh, but as of right now, we're going to shut it down uh, for at least uh, two weeks to a month. Uh, we may bring it back. But if we, if we bring it back before, then that's because something crazy has happened. We just had to come back on. Uh, now, I'm not going to say I won't do little small, short things here and there, but for now, that will be it. And so I want to thank everybody, every single person that has contributed all the interviews that we had at the beginning of the season, uh, you know, and, you know, some of the more recent ones. I just want to thank everybody for for being a part of one on one and supporting. I truly think even the people that don't like the way I did the power rankings, well, whatever, that's just my style. You don't like it. Well, pff, I don't care. Uh, and so uh, it's just been fun. And I cannot wait to bring you season four of one on one here on the Legacy Maker Sports Network. I am your man, Darrell Owens. But, but before I go, make sure you get an opportunity to go check us out on all our social media pages. This is where you can find us. Uh, you can find us on Facebook. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, uh, LinkedIn, and TikTok. TikTok is a little light right now, but we're still working on that. And then you can go to www.legacymakersports.com to check out all the things that we have going on right now uh, on the network. So with that being said, once again, everybody, thank you all for tuning in for another, another amazing season of one-on-one here on the Legacy Maker Sports Network. I'm your man, Darrell Lawrence. Once again, much love to everybody out there. Thank you. Thank to all the people that have supported me uh, to make this dream come true, heading down to uh, Super Bowl 57 in Phoenix. It was an absolute dream being down there uh, for uh, Media Week. And I cannot wait for Vegas because I'm going to Vegas. I refuse to let you go. <laughs> yeah. All right, everybody. Uh, enjoy the game tonight. I hope that you truly enjoy the Super Bowl. And if you're just watching the Super Bowl just to have fun and eat with your friends and drink, by all means, but I hope you have great times uh, and, and you take care of each other tonight. Once again, I'm Darrell Owens, Legacy Maker Sports Network. Special shout out to Bowie TV and Seawall Sports and Entertainment. We will see you all next time. Legacy Maker, the all sports one, network. One, 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 one. Welcome to the one-on-one, one-on-one. When it comes to ratings, man, we number one. I get the truth, then I give them the scoop. If anybody got a question, I give them the